Back in the 70s, board games and improv theater had a baby, and it was called the role-playing game. These games allowed a generation of kids to live out their dreams of slaying dragons and saving kingdoms, all while sitting in their bedrooms and basements. Today, gaming has moved into the cultural mainstream, and role-playing games are back with a vengeance. Join us now as five of these former kids come out of the basement and onto the internet to experience adventure, mystery, and obscure pop culture references. It's time for Roll for Combat. Hey there, welcome to Roll for Combat. I'm your GM and host, Stephen Glicker. And in this week's show, the boys finally make some progress toward their final goal, the Temple of the Twelve. Also this week, we don't have a GM PC tip. Instead, I'm going to talk about PaizoCon and what we did there. So this next part of the podcast gets pretty fascinating. I don't want to spoil anything. Let's just say what occurs in this part has never really happened to me before. Or maybe it's happened to me once or twice in my long career. But I really don't want to spoil anything, so I'll talk about this a lot more at the end. But this is a very, very long show, and you will see why shortly. So with that, let's get right into it, and then we'll talk all about the show and PaizoCon at the end. Enjoy. So here we are. You guys just killed some crazy beast that went nuts because of the spores. You guys went to sleep at level three, and you woke up at level four. You guys feel stronger. You feel smarter. You feel like you can see things that no one else can see, hear things that no one else can hear. So what what have you guys done? What have you improved while you were sleeping and resting and magically turned to level four? Well, obviously wind, fire, all that kind of thing. Bob Marquis is playing the human envoy, Rusty Carter. Um... Mo has a coordinated shot. John Stats is playing the Vesk soldier, Mo Dupinski. Uh, new uh, feat. Uh, when I'm threatening a foe with a melee weapon, my allies get a plus one to ranged attacks. As long as I don't give you... Uh, as long as that foe doesn't get cover behind... Uh, Mo, so and that's actually especially good for him because I have that ten foot pike with reach. Uh, so there could be more than one target with that uh, uh, coordinated shot. So I don't know even how you guys. Uh, I, I guess I'll just chime in. Make sure coordinated shot. You know, no, that's actually that sounds like an outstanding move. when you guys are attacking. So it's a uh, it's a benefit. It's, and Mo also picked up. Believe it or not, he picked up survival slip for some crazy chance. For some crazy reason, he just picked up survival as one of the skills. So, oh, very nice. Okay, I'll be willing to go next. Jason McDonald is playing the Soki mechanic Tuttle Blacktail, and his drone Cheddar. Even le- levels tend to be Tuttle levels. Um, so, I mean, Cheddar gets a few extra hit points, but that's about it. Uh, Tuttle. Uh, the major changes are. Uh, the repair drone uh, mechanic trick, which takes his drone heal from t- like the heal that he can do during downtime 
from 10% of Cheddar's hit points up to 25% of Cheddar's hit points. I didn't bother with it at level two because going from like two hit points to five hit points was not particularly exciting. But now that it's going to be like what uh, from eight points to. Well, keep in mind, yeah, basically, if you did four heals, you can either heal him 100% of his hit points in one day or 40% of his hit points in one day. It's 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 insane. Yeah, how good so that is. I figured it was finally time to take repair drone. The other thing is. Um, and I sometimes wonder if this runs the risk, risk of metagaming, but not really, because I, I I hate having Wayloss be our single point of failure as far as knowing Elvish. So Tuttle took a copy of Elvish for Dummies into his tent at night, <laughs> and he taught himself Elvish. Metagamer! Or maybe up along the way. you, and I can picture you and Wayloss, you actually were sneaking out of the tents at night and having private lessons with Wayloss to learn Elvish. I think that's what was really happening. That works. I would actually say Cheddar just simply downloaded the Google Translate for Elvish. <laughs> yeah, he got a good connection. Alright, I'll go. Uh, Rusty is really no different than he ever was, but if you notice, his teeth seem a little bit whiter, like he's been putting on a little whitening cream at night, though obviously he's not going to admit to any such thing. And he does look like his eyebrows have been a little more plucked than normal, so he's just looking good. Oh, and in other news, very less important than that, of course, uh, whereas in the past, he would have to take an action to actually try and faint the creatures to give you all, to make it flat-footed to you all, he can now do that when he attacks and not waste any time. Wow, so, is that a free action? Is that what that is? As part of a standard action, nice. uh, to attack. when I attack, I can also apply my clever faint as well. So, very good. Now, That's I actually awesome. did consider petitioning Steve metagame to, like, change one of my early improvisations to the, you know, go get him one so you'd all get plus one to hit. But it's Rusty. He's never getting rid of not not, not in the face, ever. It's the best improvisation <laughs> for his character that's ever been made, and that's not going to change. Oh, and he did not take survival. Honestly, it never occurred to him. Yeah. yeah. that's Why would he need it? As long as he yeah, looks good. doesn't matter. Yeah. His survival is uh, keeping his teeth white. That's that's. He, he by the way, in the jungle, he looks immaculate. He looks marvelous. Chris, what did you take? All right, so of course, I multiclassed and took a level of Solarian with the fren- <laughs> frenetic adept oh archetype. God. No, you didn't. And uh, oh wait, no, I'm sorry, I'm, uh. I'm making a new character. <laughs> Chris Beamer is playing the Lashunta operative, Hiroji. <laughs> I did, in fact, take a level of uh, operative, of course, and uh, I was also in that tent with Tuttle and Playlist, uh, learning a new language. You know, three heads are better than one, I always say. Oh, and Dwarvish? Did you learn Dwarvish? I learned Elvish. And, uh, you know, the rudimentary, of course. I'm not a dunce when it comes to such matters. So... <laughs> Basically, um, I just got better at what I do naturally. And what I do isn't very nice, but I'm very good at it. I am, have the uncanny ability to get away from enemies if they're near me. So if I need to retreat tactically and get away from an enemy that's in my face, I've gotten very good at that. And uh, let's leave it at that. Wow. So basically, you've gotten better at running away. Wow. Excellent. That's what I'm hearing. Tactical retreat. 
Tactical retreat. So, yes, we all took things to make it better for all of us to attack and yeah. work as a team to damage it yeah. while you're running away. While There's an old adage. Away. An old adage that's called that says you can't DPS when you're dead. <laughs> so. <sighs> That's true. That's true. true. Can't argue. Or there's there's an older adage that you can't DPS if you're Chris. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, You also can't DPS if you're trapped outside the room when the boss spawns. Well, that's you know, I I move I move slow in heavy armor sometimes. Yeah. (laughs) That's the other game. You move fast in this one. You're like oh, I move very fast. Yeah, you're like super fast. Greased lightning. All right. So it sounds like you guys have become stronger and faster and have more hit points, more stamina points. Well, that extra survival. Sounds like all of you have learning. You're actually learning something out of the jungle. And and well, that elvish. I guess I guess when Wayless dies, no big deal now. So I've learned nothing. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, he's a real red shirt now. That's true. Poor Wayless. He doesn't realize it. Alright, so you guys wake up. It's day eight. In the jungle, you have traveled 70 miles to date, and you have to go about 120. So we do our fun thing, which is, do you want to go the hard way and try to make 12 miles today, or do you want to go the easy way and just get 9 miles today? Although all of you seem to get stronger at survival, you should be pretty good at finding find your way through the jungle at this point. Well, I wouldn't say good, but I can at least do an assist. (laughs) Well, I'm decent at it. And another thing I noticed while I was, you know, re-putting my thing into Hero Lab is um, I do actually have an extra space suit. I have a station wear suit. It's in my inventory. Oh, that's right. You do. I forgot about it. Right. You have um, the second skin. Actually, a station wear flight suit. Oh, station wear flight suit. But whatever. It's got the air Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. As long as you guys have extra armor... You guys can put that on and use someone else's armor. And, I mean, Mo has the two armors. Obviously, it'll weigh you down a little, and you guys are right about your... At your uh, actually, that's the biggest problem. If you, weigh, if you lose Wayless, you lose your porter. Forget about lo- yeah. losing Elvish. You're, you're going to have to be... Uh, you're going to have to go super slow because you'll all be encumbered. Well, so. I mean, what is he really carrying? Everything. He's well, got a yeah. lot of stuff. He's got a lot of food. He's got a lot of... He's got extra armor, extra weapons. Um, well, 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 well who else would it. carry it? Who else is going to carry it if he doesn't? Well, I guess Mo. Right. Yeah. That's my first choice, too. I'm going to wear my station wear flight suit and turn it on for coolness and comfort. Wow. Okay. You can do that. Does anyone have a spare armor for me? Um, yes, I do. Because I do not want to do it with you without armor. But you're going to be wearing heavy armor. You can't wear heavy yeah. armor, though. You know what I also realized? Um, just looking through the equipment and gear and stuff, you can buy a what they call like a basic uh, spacesuit that's not armored in any way that is super cheap. And we should have like bought yeah, a lot of those. We should have done that before we did this. But yeah. oh, yeah. Um, oh, you well. can't wear a heavy Living armor. There. So, no, I can't. I don't have any extra armor for you. So, okay. Um, I'm going armor free today. Wow. wow. Another day of armor free. You Another know, day, if you, this, if this you find someone and kill them, you can always take their armor. Another day of Rusty not contributing to the fight. Yeah, we're go- we're going to be picking up stragglers. Yeah, how how many are you keeping track of? How many yes. days? Okay. All right. Yeah. So far, Rusty has only used seventy four out of his one hundred and ninety two hours of air conditioning. So you're still pretty. Where am I, where am I at, Steve? 
Uh, Toddle's at 86 out of 240. How about Hiroji? Hiroji is 82 out of 240, and Mo is 88 out of 240, although he has two sets of armor, so he's really 88 out of 480. So I think Mo, Mo could actually sleep with the air conditioning on. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, that's, that's... that's... He'd actually open up his helmet and air conditioner the whole tent. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's, he could just actually have uh, Rusty, like, walk next to him, and he could just sort of blow on him with his, his extra uh, AC. I'm air conditioning oh, all the outsides. I'm looking in my inventory. I have a flight suit station wear, too. Well, well, well. What Alrighty. do you know? So, well, maybe I could wear that today. Would you like that? I'll give, I'll, I will give the flight suit station wear to Rusty if he really wants it. Now, I just want to ask, is it mouse-sized? It does have fur on it. It does have, like, pieces of fur inside. So. Uh, <laughs> I mean... And, no. I did cut, and I did cut a hole in the ass for the tail. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's like long johns. You just have a little, like, you know, you just like pop it open. There's some into, there's some intimate sharing going on at this point. <laughs> I'm actually just going to straight up thank him, actually quite profusely, uh, Doctor Tuttle. Very kind of you to loan me this. I will stow my armor and wear this so I don't have to make uh, the the fortitude checks all day. But I will not have armor. Thank God. Oh, thank God. The I'll, wear, I'll continue you. to wear mine. Well, here's a question. Wait, if I put on the spacesuit, Steve, can I put armor over it and not turn the AC on? So no, way? I'll answer that. No, I- I'm gonna I'm gonna wait for Steve's answer. I don't know if that's true. You can't. Why not? Uh, th- th- it's normal. Clo- it's clothing because the armor is a self-contained unit. What's the exact name of it, guys? Let me look it up. What's it called? Station wear flight suit. It was in the book as station wear, comma flight suit. It is level one armor. Oh, then if it's armor, then no. You can't then, yeah, wear that. There it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah, fine. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, yeah, it's armor. I'm looking at it right Does now. it provide any armor value at all? Yes. It's okay. level one. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's, it's actually... It's a double win. Then it's yeah, a double it's win. Armor. It's, it's light armor. It's yeah. actually the most common armor in Starfinder. Like, yeah. everyone yeah. wears a flight suit, including... like. Like if you if you could wear clothes, there's clothes which is actually not even considered armor, but you can wear clothes and then wear this over your clothes if you wanted to. I think I'm pretty sure you can. So okay, so before we get going, deciding whether or not we do it the hard or the easy way, Mo Mo is going to bonk both uh, uh, both of these guys with the flight suits in their inventory that haven't used it yet. So, um, but they were having fun. We were, oh, we were yeah. oh that yeah those uh fortitude checks that was a lot the, of the fun. jungle theme yes back. yeah ju- definitely bungle in the jungle that's what that was what what uh where's my damage where am i at actually you guys are all healed up because you guys healed up and you the only one that was close i think was mo who had three points of damage or so you had six points of damage, maybe? I forgot, but I, I waved it. I think you have maybe one or two points of damage, Mo, and that's it. Because you guys all healed up four points of hit points while you rested. So I think Mo is down like one or two hit points, but the rest of you are totally recharged. Yeah. All right, I'm going to go station more flight suit then, I guess. Let's just wave it bye-bye. All right, so I say the hard way because I want to do my survival check, but I'm going to do that anyway. I agree. I agree. It's up to oh, you. It's really up to you. You're you're the guy making the roll, so I will defer well, to I, your I, expertise. I pumped, up, I pumped up my survival to max, so oh, okay. yeah. let's see what that means. Uh, Mo is going to do an assist right now. Uh, I, I would assist, but I don't, I, I'm not going to assist. 
Uh, it's seventeen. We'll call that a hit. That's a, that's that's. A, yeah, that's anything about the ten is a hit. You you actually Mo, you have learned well. You you actually can yeah, read everything. Four, you you uh you you knew what you were doing. You definitely helped out an assistant. Yeah. Does does Tuttle help out an assist as well? Yeah, I suppose I will also assist. Just an eleven. An eleven. That works. That works. Uh, I'm not gonna roll, but I'm gonna make helpful comments and encouraging remarks. Are you supervising? Yes, yes, I am. You, you, you tell them how to best find their way. You got a plus four. I pick plus up a, bl- I pick up, I pick up a handful of grass or uh, moss from the floor, the, the ground. I throw it in the air. I taste the dirt. I say we must go this way. Reggie, <laughs> ho, ho, ho! He rolls a yeah. natural twenty. Getting yes. a 29 plus 4 for 33 plus uh, 2 I, for I the notes. I have a metagame question, Steve. Oh, yes, the notes. I, I want 13 miles today for a natural game. Yeah, we have 35. That's a 35. <laughs> I want a baker's dozen. I want that extra mile because sure. we figured out how to cut across the ravine <laughs> just this way. Of course. Yes. Follow my yeah, antenna. Whatever you want. An encounter. Yeah, we're gonna. Yeah, we're gonna go. <laughs> How many miles do you want? I need a hundred miles today. <laughs> because be yeah, because I wonder what's gonna happen uh, while you're uh, going there. That oh, is so not fair. It's it's completely fair. Oh, I did take my trophies right from the last fight. Let's make you sure. took. Um, I don't know if you did. I. I we have I, a little well, while. Mo has some teeth. Mo has some teeth. He has some. Mo, uh, Mo got teeth. the second best tooth. Uh, he always gets the second best because yeah. Hiroji uh, whines yeah, like a my, baby. That's my thing. Is uh, trophy hunting. Yeah, that's well. like your only thing. Well, like I'm you a hunter. Around the... Oh yeah, you know what that's like. You're like a hell knight, Chris, because the hell knights do that. They like they like put trophies on their arm on their armor. So. Well, I'm more and more like as a as an absolute collector and a hunter because I took the Xeno uh, Explorer feat as because uh, I want to learn about other species so I can go and kill them because I want to see if they're if I'm better than they are. Like he's got a chip <laughs> on his shoulder, thinking that he's better than most things he fights, and uh, he always takes trophies. It's a hunter. And and how how's that been working out for him? I'm still alive. <laughs> That's about it. He's good enough to associate with uh, real fighters. Wow. What okay, is this so screen? you you travel. You guys are making amazing progress. You guys, first time ever, you know exactly where you're going. You have this down path. You feel good. And then all of a sudden you're like, man, we're gonna make like we're gonna make like twenty miles today. And then you reach a new area. The trees thin ahead, forming a broad clearing centered on an immense stone statue of a reclining elf whose skin bears dozens of raised markings like painful welts. The figure rests on one partially buried elbow while extending its other hand towards the sky. The elf's simple robe and hair are both sculpted of heavy weathered metal that is corroded entirely in places. Numerous crumbling outbuildings ring the clearing, where only moss and a few stubborn, stunted trees now grow. Ooh. I swap and put on my armor. Oh, that's a good reaction. I put something in the handouts, and you can see what you see. 
That is what you see. Okay, that makes a little. And you can see also those see those little 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 people. It's a little little people in the tree. Uh, that's yeah. that's the sense of scale, by the way. Okay. All right, I see ruins. Is that something of consequence or? Yes, these ruined buildings. Untold ages have reduced these buildings to low walls and buried foundations, with only a few fragmented walls standing more than four feet in height. The more complete structures have trapped millennia of sediment and runoff, forming a spongy floor of silt and moss. So, the structures that are kind of blocked, like the one to the north and ones way to the west those are actual like full buildings there's no roofs these other structures that you see in front of you those are low walls that will give you like partial cover the other ones those are full walls that give you full cover but there's no roofs there's no roofs on any of them and then here i'm just gonna move Wayla. where Wayless is there you see that that's actually a pillar Okay. Where Wayless is now, that's a pillar. Where Wayless is now, that is a low stone wall. Where Wayless is now, there's a tree there. As well as those are all high walls that would give you complete cover. What do you do? Um, okay, I, I too will change out into my better armor. Is it still daytime? Yeah, yeah. It, you've only gone a couple of miles. It's like high noon. I stow my ion stone, so... I... Okay. Okay. So, reading the previous handouts. Oh, by the way, is my armor now my armor? Yes, it only takes a few minutes. Yeah. Uh, In the previous handouts, the two letters we need to read are the Forsaken City and then the Stairs to Eternity. I believe this looks like it's the Forsaken City, but the next one is going to be from the Forsaken City rises a staircase up to a temple. Huh. Um, though maybe that hand is stairway to heaven. Mm, yeah, it looks like it might have some weirdness on it, but definitely let's do a perimeter search. I think of all these buildings. Is there one particular yeah. mountain peak that stands out here? And pyramid people. Okay, I'm just giving. It's been a little while, so I'm just giving you the handouts again, so you have them handy. Yep, and that's why I was reading. That's a and the uh, the there is one of those documents from uh, Zahn's journal does mention this, but it doesn't really go into a lot of detail. No. The play, it just says, this massive stone figure is reclining elven form covered in weathered boils. I suspect it's an effigy that serves ritual purposes such as absorbing the illness of some great king so he might live forever. But so, this oh. is made out of metal, though. And it's the title being The Plague Warden. Oh. Okay. Well, yeah, this says stone figure, but it certainly sounds like the same sculpture. Okay. This creature is yeah. the sculpture is made of stone and metal. The areas that are rotted and have been decayed are the metal parts. The stone is still intact. So this is possibly not the Forsaken City. This is the Plague Ward. Very good catch. All right. So does that imply it has some sort of magical power, maybe to like heal mm-hmm. disease or something? Yeah. What are these um, notations in the margin? I tried zooming in on them. It didn't say. They they're, were too, they're, they're just for fun. 10 to 20 centimeters they're, of they're something. They're just for fun. 
I'm gonna just just so you don't kill yourself in metagame. Okay. And like and like go to an escape room and like oh what's this cabinet do? And you spend like 20 minutes trying to open a cabinet and then the guy comes in and says oh that's not part of the game. So yeah, that's not part of the game. So that's just like uh, just there for fun. You don't have to worry. About okay, it. good. That that's more that. like the notes, like the notes of the researchers who are preserving the notes. Yeah, yeah, it's just to make something. it look cooler. That's I like all. the coffee stain at the bottom. Did, what what time of day was this? Noon. We... High noon. Oh, okay, and did we are we in open sun? It looks like there's two types yes. of uh, floor. There, there's a green area, and then there's a stone area. Mm, give me a perception check, Mister Mo. Uh, natural twenty for a twenty-one perception check. Wow. Awesome. Guys, awesome. You guys are wasting your twenties on skill yeah. checks. I well, love it. This broad expanse forms a plaza of jumbled paving stones, shifted by sinkholes and tree roots. Several large pedestals stand half-buried beneath the leaves, ert, and debris throughout the area, though any statues that once stood atop them have since eroded into little more than fragile spikes and weathered copples. The millennia has not been kind to this plaza, turning the whole field into a mess of uneven paving stones. All of that is considered difficult terrain. Uh, the stones in the center? Everything that's that color, that stone color, all of that is difficult terrain. Okay. I tell the rest of the party that so that they know. I have well, maybe an odd thought. Can we just not go here? Yeah. Oh God, no! We can't just not go. <laughs> <laughs> no, I. The thought did occur to me, but treasure. All right, so just walk around it. I, I'm looking at these. Just walk away. You know, He's reasonable man. Just walk away. <laughs> yeah, Mo is thinking of going in front and checking out these uh, obscured areas up to the north. Wait, Mo, don't get separated. We need to move as a group. Yeah. Well. This is uh, roll for combat. Yeah, that was that was great. I didn't you go did, that you far. Did fine. You did I, fine. I went five, like twenty feet. No big deal. He didn't go that far. You went You're far. You went far enough. A shot rings out, echoing throughout the plaza, and Mo is being shot at. Oh my God! From where? That is a good question. Uh, wait a minute. From all of the pyramid people. Whoa. A sniper! Uh, define shot. Laser, yeah. electricity, pellets. Yeah. We're in Starfinder after all. I think wooden arrows is what they're... Still it was and skins. a bullet that whizzed by Mo and missed him by quite a distance. Rusty is up. Really? Yep. But of course, I can't see anything, right? Well, you heard it. You know what direction you it came. you want. You can you 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 heard it, but you have to do perception to even figure out what you just saw or heard. Well, okay. Um, I will do a perception check, and I got an eighteen. Excellent perception check. You know that the shot came from the direction of the statue. That is all you know. Well. Okay, and I and I understand that that was in fact important information, but I kind of actually just assumed that since it's the only big thing I'm looking at. All right, um, I need to get a little cover, so 
I am moving over here behind this pilaster, and I'm making sure that I have a weapon in each hand. I have like my tree. Uh, electric arc pistol in one hand, and I want to have uh, my uh, projectile gun in my other. Yeah, what's the range on that gun? Because that arc pistol isn't going to be... Yeah, I know. Laser is... Ah, oh, I should have done laser. Yeah, you're right. Huddle is up. Jason, you're up. Yep. Um, I will draw my pistol. And I will move up toward where Mo is. And I will have Cheddar move up with me. Yeah, this is definitely double move. Hello, G. Chris is up. If I run in a straight line, I can do quad move or something, right? Yeah. This is going to be one of those move as far as you can things. Well, a full action is a run. You can move up to four times your speed in a straight line. You get flat-footed, and you can't cross difficult terrain or if you can't see where you're going. So you definitely can't go across that flat tree, but... That's like to right to the north of you, but if you kind of want to go that, go yeah, there, exactly, go there. yeah, 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 that's yeah, I do that. Yep, you can definitely do that. You can do it diagonally. That's a partial cover, by the way, in front of you, the that wall. Yeah, that's what I'm hoping for. Unless like you cover. decide to drop prone. No, no, I, I want, I want cover. Walos is like, ah, ah, he's freaking out, so he goes over to hide with. Um, he's gonna go hide with Mister Rusty. He's, he's hanging yeah, out with Rusty. Uh, I, I, I would say find a safe spot, not hide. He's hiding with you. You're hiding too. You're in a good spot. Look at all that cover. He's like, and he's ducking behind you. That's cover. Mo, you're up. And I'm going to ready my azimuth laser, artillery laser. For what do you mean ready? You have to, you're doing I'm a going, move. I'm going to equip it. Oh, okay, you're, you're equipping it. Got it. Okay. That, do Sorry anything about else? that. That's it. Rusty's up. Okay. Yeah, I did a double move. Wayless, I want you to move back and get behind that uh, branch that's <laughs> over there to the east and actually get very low to the ground and protect yourself from here on in from any gunshots. In the meantime, leave me alone. Draw fire right behind Rusty. I'm going to move up to there, but I'd like to know some details about this wall. Partial cover if you go to that wall. So, uh, I have partial cover? Yes. All the walls, except for the ones that are co- that you can't see, will give you partial cover, which is plus two to your AC, plus one to your reflex save. Okay, Unless from, you drop from, prone. Okay. From up there... Um, actually, I've done a full round. I don't think I can do another active perception check. So no, I'm you cannot. Tuttle is up. All right. Um, let me think for just a sec. I'm going to move to get behind this wall and then and then put Cheddar in a similar location. Okay. Hiroji, you're up. Okay. All right, so I'm going to um, do a stealth and I'm going to move at the same time. So I move half my speed. Okay. It's broad daylight, dude. Yeah, but I'm stealthy. Um, I think I can... Hold on, let me see. Let me see how this works, actually. Uh, you stealth to hide if you have either cover or concealment, which I did, or especially let's okay, or if you have successfully created a version, okay. Uh, if you move at a rate of half your speed or less, you can take no penalty your stealth check if you attempt to hide while moving more than half your speed. What kind of action is using stealth though? I think it's just part of a. I don't think it counts, right? It's free. Wait, what are you trying to do? To stealth and and move. You can do a double move and. You can use stealth to hide if you have either cover or concealment, 
or if you have successfully converted to version, um, you can attempt a stealth check to hide or enter as a move action if you're planning to stay immobile or as part of a move action. So it's part of your move action. All right, so I'm, I'm moving there and I'm making a stealth roll. I moved half my speed, so it's a full okay. stealth. 16. Okay. Probably could be enough because I'm really good at that. We'll make, you rolled a two. so I know, but I have plus 14, are. though. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm there. Okay. I'm done. Wayless is like, Wayless is just going to hide behind this tree. I told him to go back to the branch. Oh, yeah. Well, he got confused. He thought this tree was the branch you were talking about. Okay. We really need to hire better servants in the future. A shot fires out again. At Mo. At Rusty. Yeah, that's what I was Well, saying. I mean, once you have somebody in your sights, it's actually bad form to move to another target because, really, it's just a worse chance. Oh, uh, he's not using a sniper rifle. Oh, I think a target's of opportunity. He's not using a... <laughs> oh, that's a hit. Seriously? That's a hit. 25. Is plus 11 to hit. Okay. points of damage. Then max Tactical. damage. As Dude, you are a knight, I right. want. Well, there we go. However, he maxed yet. the damage, of course. Of course he did. God. Mo! You know what we need? Get up here! Hero time! Not quite yet. Oh, crap, what's what that? that? Yeah. Mo has his own problems. As Mo is sitting there and about to go flying and Captain do whatever he was about to do, he suddenly feels some gooey filaments coming from the sky that are draping all around him and realizes there's some creature above him that he can't see that is trying to ensnare him and do horrible things to him. I can't see it? Oh, you're about to. I I don't see anything. Wow, he rolls a 2 for a 16... And misses as the filaments. You feel the filaments, but it um, it doesn't actually get you. And it doesn't stick to you, but you definitely feel something above you. Yeah, you can. You don't see anything. I mean, you can do a perception check to try to see what, what's up there. Uh, I, I got a 20 perception check last turn. All right, I'm going to do another one. You were looking at the... You were looking five, at, at the statue. Um, you did a five. You cannot see what's above you. You have no idea what's above you. Does Reggie notice this at all? Definitely not. Okay. I mean, you can call out and stuff as a free action. Plus, we have our comm units. We can always... Yeah, I, I'm going to be screaming for no apparent reason. I guess there are filaments. Um, I don't know where... Why did you guys all react? You all react, re- reacted to something. All right, well, if I don't know what it is, I'm going to continue my turn. Um, but something attacked him and missed. He should notice that, right? It probably fell on his armor and didn't affect him. It was basically, yeah, there's these like very thin, translucent filaments Ooh. from the sky, and they were sticky. And he, it's like walking through a spider web. It's yeah, like, oh, yeah, bad. I noticed it, but I don't know what the heck it is. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. All right, go on with your life. Uh, and I kind of—I I don't know what it is, so I can't. I, I'm just going to keep. My, I'm going to do a double move. Remember, once you get into the uh, blocks, the lighter color—it's half moment. Yeah, yeah. 
Um, I'm actually thinking of moving. Okay, I can go 30 feet in a turn. Um, can I do a blind shot? Blind fire? Is that a thing? No, you don't even know no. your attack. You have not no. perceived the threat. You at have all. no idea. Oh, where this well, is then, okay. From. I'm going, then I'm going 60. That's my uh, move. Okay. Those walls are total cover. Like, you can't see past those walls, but nothing can see you um, either. I can't see into them. Like No, you no... can see into them. Actually, I'll, I'll take away the... Um, yeah, that's but what it, I was Yeah, yeah, yeah. But what I'm getting at is you can't see the statue to the, the statue, west. Fine. Like, that's you have total cover if you okay. go there. And, and where I'm sitting is a big pillar. Like, I have total cover, too, no? Um... Yeah. I mean, total cover from the gunfire. I will say, actually, according to this is... I'll double check. Give me one sec. And, and, like, if I have a free action, I, I want to say over the comms, like, Rusty, Mo, Tuttle, get up, get, move up. We need to take care of this yeah. threat. Those do give you total cover, those pedestals. Through my comms, what Mo- I heard was, <laughs> Mo, move up. <laughs> move to my paws. I can't see you because you're stealth. True. <laughs> you saw where I ran too, but move to my top. Yeah, well, I Mo for some reason wants to do a a, a flanking uh, maneuver. Okay, a classic pincer maneuver. Well, I'm going to try to use that pillar that's kind of in in the rough area as cover between me and the statue. Oh yeah, like like Unless... like, like I'm doing. Yeah, and, and well, yeah, but you got five foot into the rough area. I'm, I'm talking about making significant headway into uh, enemy territory. Um, unless, of course, something happens to attack me from the sky. There's always that possibility. I don't know what you're talking about. No Why chance. That happened. No, I don't see a thing. He's just got that crazy feeling. A jellyfish from the sky. Yeah. Uh, Rusty's turn, I guess. Unless. Yep. Okay. Um, okay. So I got shot here badly. Well, relatively good. How often can you remember Rusty ever getting shot ever in his life? I got shot badly. It was only max damage. At least I got, I got, I got, I, I got shot a lot more than you in the past. Y- you have made a better target. You know what? That's the solution to this problem. Hold on. <laughs> I move over here, and as I'm passing by uh, 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 my, my, my dear, dear You don't friend. have enough movement. That's double it's move. That's all. It's difficult terrain. Yeah, but once you enter the uh, lighter squares, all, it's those, all those lighter squares okay. are difficult terrain. Let's undo my movement. You could just go as far as you could go. Thirty. Yeah, there you go. And then thirty straight north. Twenty-five. Twenty-five to there. Can I nudge five feet into the left? No, because that will be sixty-five. So you okay. can. You can. The uh, diagonal yeah, cost you yeah. that. That's fine. Yeah, but uh, you can I, go there, and you have some right. cover, actually. And what I'm going to do yeah. is, from there, I'm going to also say, Hiroji, oh my god, thank god you're right here. Right here where I can see you. Uh, I, I, there's a sniper that's in the other direction. So I point at Hiroji, and I point at the sniper. Yeah, I'm going after him. I'm, I got this. I hope your stealth holds up now that I've pointed you out to everyone in the world. <laughs> that's okay, it will. Excellent, I'm glad to hear that. Did uh, Rusty see something? He didn't see something, say something. He didn't do perception. By the way, just pointed to everyone over to where I saw the sniper. Or where I got shot from, I should say. Tuttle is up. All right. um, I'm going to move up. um, And I'm going to double move Cheddar. Analogy. Okay. That little pillar that's uh, immediately to the west of me, 
provide some kind of cover. That is total. That's full cover as well. Not total, it's full. Because I feel like it can get there on a full move. That's 15, 25. That's 90 to do what you just did. That's 90. I've got 80. I know. So I could do... You can get to right there. Yeah. Uh, And then I get some kind of cover, yes? A little bit, yeah. You do. You Uh, definitely have some cover. Okay. I do that, and I stealth, too. Oh, okay. So your move. Stealthing and I I move full, so I get a minus to this big time. Like, uh, it's a minus 10, but I will do it, because, hey. Why not? He may may be looking over somewhere else, and it could be something else. Who knows? All right, so nice. So it's still a 22 stealth. That's pretty freaking good. That's really good. Maybe they can't see you, even though you're like in a complete killing field. I understand, but that's that's stealth. Like Rayless, really Rayless low is, to the ground. He, he's just hiding behind this big tree. Um, hold on. So things, I heard th- things are going. Sorry, but you can you can talk. Uh, I didn't ca- catch what you said. Um, talk on comms. Yeah, yeah. Talk, Did I hear Rusty me, point out something in the sky? Mo is going. No, he did not. No one point. He's pointing on me. He blew my cover. Oh, right, I'm well. so very sorry. I didn't mean to do that. My apologies. All right. Well, I am. I believe it's. Uh, I believe that's, that's 60. sixty. That's yeah. 60. Okay. Um. Well, you have thirty-five as movement, so you can move one more if you wanted to. Okay, well, um, D20 Pro is telling me I have 25 movement. Yeah, because it's not acknowledging the difficult terrain. Well, no, no. Like, for normal movement, it's oh, saying well, I have... Oh, that's a mistake. I, I just have to fix that. Okay. No, it says 35. Speed 35. Okay, because... I'm looking at it. Well, when I move Mo, I, I moved it 30. Don't worry about it. Okay. Yeah, because yeah, it goes, it is fine. Just uh, Rusty's up. Are you moving diagonal? Diagonal counts as 1.5. Well, when it says. It's fine. Mm, it's fine. Just okay. <laughs> Rusty's up. Bob, you're up. We still haven't All seen right. a shot come out yet again, right? Well, I no. kind of re- noticed where it came from a little bit. But... All right. So I need to prep myself to start heading forward. All right. Yeah, it's the, it's the movement problem, of course. All right. Um,. First of all, I want to yell back to Wayless. No, no, I meant the tree farther behind you. Just I, use your comms. Yeah, I, I, I know, but Wayless is stupid. Uh, and I point at it so he can see where I'm pointing. Then, right now for this turn, I'm going to move here as my move action, and then as a standard action, I'm going to try and do an active perception check to identify the square that the uh, sniper is in. Go right ahead. I rolled a 19, modified to a 26. Excellent. With your 26, you have... You're 165 feet away from the statue, approximately. You have no idea. You see no movement. Wherever this is coming from, even with your 26, you do not know. And even having been shot by him? That is correct. Okay. There we go. Sorry, guys. Uh, We obviously need to get closer. It's time for everybody to move up. I wish somebody had thought of that plan before now. (laughs) Yes. I will tell you one thing you know. If snipers... I'll give you something that you know. If snipers go slow and don't attack every single round... It's because they're moving between. We we all know this. No, that is incorrect. 
it's because they're taking their time and they get massive pluses to their stealth. And it's very, very hard to see them. Plus, they also like quad quintuple the distance they can fire without penalty. Oh, I did not know that. That now you do. Tuttle is up. So whoever is doing this is trained and obviously taking their time so they can't A be trained seen. operative. Yeah. I can check this. I know the skills. I can recognize the cowardly approach to combat. Exactly. Uh, Tuttle is going to move himself one move and Cheddar move up two moves. Send in the car. Send the car. Heteroji is up. Oh, no. Oh, no. It's just like between you and the statue, like a hundred plus feet of difficult terrain completely open. It's not that bad. I got no problem with that. Hiroji concentrates for a second. Says, I think I can get this. I think I, I got this. think I can. I think, think I, I can. can. I think I can. I think and I can. And he um, activates his holographic clone. Oh my god. <laughs> How many do you get? Nice. <laughs> and uh, do it, Roji. Yeah, I'm doing it. 1d4. It's only 1d4. Does it improve in any way? I don't know. Look at your sheet. I'm looking. Which means one, by the way. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, that's. that's <laughs> Um, no, it doesn't increase. All it does is when you get six level, you can use it twice a day. So mm. it's 1d4 images of yourself that last for one minute per operative level. So four minutes, which yeah, that's pretty good. Is, so that's, like, that's not going to be a small thing. So if I can get, yeah, so if I can get enough of these, then it could be good. Well, roll roll 1d4. Like 1d4. Here we go. Roll that one. Oh, what? Yeah. Why do you even bother rolling? Just tell the GM, I just give me one. Just give me one. Yep. Well, there's two of you at least. All right. So now I have a, uh, <laughs> oh, I, I can do a full move. Well, it's not like you can only use that once a day. Oh, that's right. You can only use it once a day. I just thought oh. about something. The great iron would be is if this was Clara. Actually, you know what? <laughs> That's right. Here and get my full cover because I, I want a more. I don't want to be on the open as longer than I have to. I, there's no rush on my mirror images. So my mirror image, I should say, is will stay there. So I, I go there. Next uh, next turn, I'll do a full run. So I'm done. If I can you, run, you can you can run. You can't run a difficult train. You can like, um, if you do cannot, an acrobatics you check. Cannot. If you do an acrobatics check, you can. Right, I'm done with my turn. I'm going to read acrobatics because John may be right. Uh, but if you fail, then you fall and you are Dude, I'm really, really good at acrobatics. Wayless runs to the tree and like, thank you, Mr. Rusty, and dives behind the tree for cover. Great. I'm the only one who takes care of Wayless. I (laughs) assume that he's going to actually respond to this with abject loyalty. Who? Wow. Another shot rings out, this time aimed for Tuttle. And misses with a four for 15. That was lucky. Mo is up. You ever seen a movie called Joe Kid with Clint Eastwood? Such a good movie. Okay, so I'm looking at... Um, sorry, Chris. Go ahead. All right, so I'm just saying, in that movie, there's a there's it's it's old Western movie, but it's turn of century, so they kind of have a sniper rifle, and the guy's standing way, like almost a mile away on a rock, maybe half a mile. And he shoots, and like the guy gets hit, and then they hear the sound like three seconds later. 
<laughs> nice. Yep. Well, it's supersonic. Yeah. It's very cool. That's pretty much uh, our situation here. Joe Kid, enjoy it. I'm actually looking at athletics to see if that is a, a way to also go across a uneven terrain or difficult terrain, I should say. Yeah, I don't know about that. I've never seen a way to modify that unless you get a magic item. There's some specific. Um, there actually are feats like the Trailblazer uh, feat that allows you to I almost move. took that feat. Yeah, it allows you, but that only lets you trackless terrain, like it's a highway. It just allows you to move really fast on, like, um Let's see, do ground. 20 feet of movement as if it was not um, difficult terrain, I believe it is. Yeah. So like, there's, yeah. I think that's it. Well, Mo is up. Yeah, I'm looking at, uh, just to make sure what I'm saying is correct about... Um, uh, acrobatics and athletics on. Well, acrobatics it's balance. Doesn't... Yeah, uh, as part of a move action, you can use acrobatics to move across uh, uneven ground without falling. Okay, successful check allows you to move at half your half your speed, speed, which is no better than uneven. That's terrain. not. Yeah. yeah. Oh. So all it does is it's that's really if you um if like someone cast a grease spell. Or if you're like on trying moss to walk across or a something beam or something or yeah, a log or something. Yeah, this is not for. Okay, from a metagame point of view, there's almost nothing that that will get around this unless you can either fly or you had some magic item or a feat. You're not getting around difficult terrain. It just is. That's true. Um, I also have a. Can you fly? I'm looking. Oh uh, no, I cannot. So I will move slowly. I like this fight. It's challenging. Okay, so I can go 70. Well, that yeah, you moved 30 right there, so that's 60 you've done so far. Um, and that's 70, yep. Yeah, let, let me undo this. Actually, you're in, you've got the best approach vector. Yeah, that should still give me cover, correct? That's 70. Well, cover f- well, from A direction. <laughs> yeah. Yes, yeah. Okay, A so. direction. <laughs> from the direction uh, south and sort of to the west. And Rusty's up. All you guys are approaching from the east, running to the west. The statue's in the middle. Can I make... No. Perception check? Okay. You, you did a double check. You did a double move. You can't make an active perception. Rusty's up. Yeah, I'm trying to decide my own approach vector. You know what? Uh, coming to this spot was fine, but not great. I think Dr. Tuttle probably had a better idea. Sorry, hold on. I did not make that move. Hey, Rusty, don't right blow my cover. the pillar. Don't blow my cover. All right, so there's 10. Remember, difficult terrain. By the way, so perception, as a move action, you can use perception to search for something in particular, such as finding an invisible creature or a hidden creature that's known in the area and so forth. So if you want to do active perception, it's only a move action, So, by the way. Well, rather than hiding behind Tuttle and using it as a human shield, uh, my simple reaction to this situation is going to be to drop prone. <laughs> you coward. Oh no, my God. I, I am out in the field, so I'm going to drop prone. Yeah. Why would you do that? To get a plus four bonus to my defense against range attacks, which is better than soft cover. Yeah, but it's going to take you a move action just to stand up. Though. It will do that, and then I'm going to move forward. So it's mm. this difficult terrain doesn't work when I can run along the side. Uh, it's honestly, Jason had the better idea. Swift actions drop prone. That's that, that's a that's a good point, actually. Rusty runs onto the grass, runs around the corner of the horrible cobblestones, and then drops prone. 
He's like that bear yep. in the target range going back and forth. Tuttle, Tuttle's going to have to walk over Rusty if he wants to move, which I love. He's like, excuse me. That's fine. Just step it's actually on my head. a good path to go on. I should have thought of that, but I've, I'm pot committed right now. Is Tuttle going to run over <laughs> me or <laughs> skitter right. over me? I'm never quite sure what the verb is. You're, you're, yes, pot committed. You, 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 you have to go all in, Chris. It's too late. I'm going. I'm going all in. These are still bullets being fired. There are no lasers or anything no, like that. No lasers. No bullets. tracers that we can. No, nothing. Be on. Yeah, sure. There's <laughs> actually a line that smoke coming. It's a, it's a freaking sniper. We did see rifle. a line, to be fair. True, but that's the program that's doing that. So. Yeah. Which that's a, that was added. That's new. I never saw that before. I was like, no what? one's oh, lighting a cigarette near the statue that we can like see who they nope. who they are. Uh, no, uh, no. Bob actually just gave me a wonderful idea. Oh God! Use me as a human shield. Yes, use do that or lie prone next to him. You had to inflate his ego. What I am going to do is. Since I have a racial ability that allows me to stand up as a swift. Oh. Is that called Kip Up? I'm going to drop prone every time. Oh, every awesome. round. <laughs> why not? That's right. You're, use your ratness to your advantage. That's right. Kip Up. You can, like, pop up real quick. I mean, that would technically be Moxie. That would be the Moxie. Oh, Moxie. Ability. Yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah, so I'm going to run my 30, and I'm going to drop prone. Well, don't you? You're not in difficult terrain. Well, he just doesn't want to get shot. But I still want to do two things with Cheddar. Ah, so sorry. I still need to give Cheddar my other move. Uh, I can never remember your weird two-character movement thing. I'm going to move Cheddar up to this kind of corner of the pillar, and I'm going to have Cheddar make an active perception check. Scanning. Scanning environment. Please wait for results. Do not see anything. Ten will not do it. He sees nothing. Hiroji. Right, I say as a reaction over the comms, which I which I'm picturing is like a uh, some kind of throat mic, like like there is. Say um, voice activated, of course. All right, boys, I'm going in. There's like hundreds of feet between you and the statue. Yeah, it is going a in. huge yeah. killing field. He's going to be uh, doing that, and that's it. That's 80. That's as far as you can go. Yep. There's a big old bullseye on him. Come and get me. Big old bullseye. Goodbye, stamina. (laughs) Well, I mean, I have a a mirror image. Oh, that's true. Right? I mean, I should have had 2.5 mirror images. Wales is up. Well, yeah. If I can roll average. God forbid I roll roll average. God forbid. (laughs) Life or death. Yeah, I. Mo's up. All right, we're gonna see a double move here. Excellent. All right, that go for it, because you know I'm I'm the pigeon that's uh, flushed out. And that's it. See if you can climb up that wow. leg. Oh, dude, you got you. You're going for the I, right angle, actually. Do that's I awesome. see anything? Anything different? No, not okay. yet. Rusty's that's up. Fair enough. Fair enough. As a move action, I stand up and I move there as a standard action, and I drop prone. Excellent. Oh my god, you're such a coward. <laughs> Guys. No, it's the safe way to move forward. <laughs> Thing is, this speed is the same as your half you speed. You could have run full speed and gotten to the back of the statue's head by now. Uh, I, I agree. I would have been shot three times and I'd be dead. Since no, you're not getting shot not, no times. I they, was already um, shot once. They only give get one shot. You know, It's not like... Uh, right now, there's two of us 
that are we're holding our you know what in our hand out there and you guys are still slinking no i i don't know why (laughs) well yeah that's an undead you may not have that oh yeah item yeah well okay i only get one shot to not mitch my chance to blow but at the same time i'm gonna actually try and survive to get all right in the meantime i'm going to stand up and i'm going to move some more I mean, obviously, the thing is going to be start shooting at uh, Hiroji. Definitely Hiroji. Well, he may not like the fact that he got two targets. Huh? No, he's not shooting at Mo. Mo looks scarier from a distance. We got to be honest. Yeah, he is. What I do like is you guys are all split all over this battlefield. No, we're not split up. We're oh, Yo, you're split up. Well, that's okay. No one can heal anyway, so who cares? All you have to do is all you have to do is zoom back far enough and the party is not split apart. That's true. If you as long as you can see one square, a square is like three pixels high, I can actually see all of you on the map on my oh, I have, I have inch zoomed monitor. out where I see everyone. Right oh, now. Yeah. oh, I haven't zoomed I, I out too. And everything. you guys are like you guys are these little little dots. It's like a satellite image. Hiroji's up. Actually, Steve, there's a good strategic reason. We know he's a sniper with a gun. He might have a grenade launcher. You're absolutely right. <laughs> uh, I'm do my oh, phone yeah. Phone. First thing that came to mind. Dodge well, the grenade launcher. If you're dealing with a sniper, you should worry about that. I fear I'm done. grenade launcher. Wow. That's actually a pretty good move. That Running, good. charging the statue. Yeah, let's go for it. Yeah, that's, that's the move. In fact, I'm motivated by it. I'm going to do it from here on in. Okay, Excellent. so um, wait. All right. Another rifle shot shoots, reverberating through the empty plaza. The stone shudders a little, and little fragments of dirt and rubble fall off as Hiroji is shot. However, wait. 50 50 chance if it hits one of your images. Do I roll that? You roll that. What's going to hit you and what's going to miss? All right, one, two, three is a miss. Four, five, six. Uh, actually, no. D one hundred. Come on. D one hundred. All right. Yeah. Uh, low is a uh, is a hit. Low is a hit. High is a miss. That is correct. Very nice. And it's a miss. Seventy-eight. Wow. Well, well, let's, let's just, let's just show you how much damage well, he did would have done to you. Did you specify what the hit and the miss meant? Maybe he missed the image and hit you. Exactly. Now I'm going to say that it actually hit. Miss, he meant him. Uh, of course. It hit the I image, know. and it would have done 13 points of damage max, to you, by the way. Max damage again. Max damage again. D10, he rolls a 10 again. The good right. news is your your image took the brunt of that. <laughs> Not the yeah, brunt. It, it actually is gone. It is gone. Oh, and damn, I wish you, I concentrated more and had more images, but okay. Nope. I'm okay. And something else is happening. Oh no! The <laughs> bow is up. Um. Okay, I want to ask a question. Did I see where that shot came from? No. You have to okay. do a perception check. Okay, and that is a movement. You just hear yeah, that's a movement. Have you, have you guys ever been? Yeah, I mean, this is a huge battle map. Have you ever been like in a in a football stadium and someone like fires a gun? You know, it's like trying to find out where I, it I is. Was there? Clint Eastwood fired a gun. Yeah, it's, yeah, it happens to me all the time, man. You shooting, no, 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 you know what I mean, like a starter there. pistol or something. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I'm talking about like a track and field event. Something like you have no idea where it's coming from. 
right. There's um, echoing sounds everywhere. Yeah, I know. Exactly. I've heard. Okay, but he's shot. I saw a muzzle flash. There might be a muzzle he, yeah, flash. I, I'm using my nope, ears. No muzzle flash. Professional sniper. I'm using my ears, and I know that he's kind of probably on top of the statue. So the question is to the GM: What can I crawl up, like the knee or something? Like, how do I? Is there some way that I can get on top of the statue, or is it like just this? Unclimbable. Um, the statue like is right. enormous. It would take a long time to climb up the statue, although you could, in theory, do it. However, there could be an entrance of some sort. Maybe. Who knows? Yeah, that entrance is booby trapped. So I'm going to move, double move again, and I'm going to use the statue as cover. I never Go said right. anything was booby trapped. You're just making assumptions. Yeah, I'm making that assumption. I'm always right, though. Uh, so I'm going to make yeah. a double move and use the right. statue as cover. <laughs> How dare you say that? Um, and I'm going to be climbing next turn. Okay. I mean, also, you can make active perception checks to to answer these very questions. Yeah, but you said that they were costing the movement. Well... Yeah, it does cost a movement. That's right. Yeah, we can't afford that right now. Cause yeah, I can't afford that. That's I okay. Gotta, I'm just telling you. Full yeah. Cover, probably. yeah. Also, you were like when you started this encounter, you guys were like 400 feet away from this statue, and it's up in the air. Um, so, I mean, this is not a small map. This is quite a large map. So, yeah, now you're much closer. Now you can probably do active perception if you kind of wanted to see what's going on. Rusty is up. Yes, uh, I as I move action, I rise to my feet. And with a look of pride in my proud crew that I'm proud of, who are acting proudfully, uh, I'm going to not drop prone again and instead just simply reach up to join them. Well, because you're, you're, you're dangerously far away. You, you, it would be quicker for you to run back to Wayless than it will for you to run back to the group. <laughs> yeah, you can do a full run. And do I'm expecting quad, that run quad, back to Wayless, too. Not, you actually just, can I have to do stand a full up run. Move, actually. Oh, that's right. Yeah, you can. Uh, yeah, uh, right. I thought of that, though. Uh, but no, so I am moving up to there, and that is my movements for this round. Wow, that's so not enough, but okay. Tuttle's up. All right, I'm going to run my 30 and drop prone so I can give Cheddar a double. <laughs> this is just awesome. I love that you're doing that, Jason. That is great. Isn't this actually what soldiers are taught, though? Honestly, like the diving run. Pretty much, yeah. yeah. Soldiers that don't need to take a turn to stand up. Oh, look at that. Shatter's getting closer. Yeah. And Hiroji also is getting closer. Right, I would like to do an active perception check at this point to see you what might. I can see. I want to look for openings. I want to look for combatants. I want to look for everything. Okie dokie. You go ahead and do that. As a, as a third act twist, I now want to see Hiroji like stealth in the middle of the field. Uh, next level. You get a 21 perception. What are you trying to do specifically? What are you looking for? I am looking for the shooter, actually. Okay, so for a 21 perception... Hold on. You still don't see the shooter. I really... I, I have no eyes on shooter, but I'm going to keep trying. Moving closer to the statue. And uh, I'm going to go... Now, you can go right. right That's there. right. You're up against the statue at this point because yes. that whole part, it, like yes. that arm is actually in the ground. 
that is leaning right. against. So this is, it's like a building. So you can't go any further. You're now leaning up against it. Yes, I understand. Uh, and I don't see like an obvious door under its arm or anything. Not here, but as I said, you can do an act of perception if you, you want to take a look though. at. You were looking for that yeah, shooter. Yeah, yeah you're looking for the person. I gotta try and find the entrance. You are done. I'm done. Once again, you hear an active shot. This time, for Mr. Tuttle, who is prone, and it misses again with a five for sixteen. Plus, you get bonuses for being prone a plus four. So brilliant. This this sniper is not really doing that great. So well, actually, you know what is gonna? I like Rusty's tactic now that this is progressing this way because while we are sneaking up on the sniper, the sniper is just gonna be plugging away at Rusty over and over and over and over again. So that's yeah. gonna be well, just just perfect distraction. Like Mo's Rusty, up. get around the back, and I just get around the back of this thing. Yes, that's my plan. Mo's okay. Up. Um, Mo is going to all right, brace yourself for heroics. Mo is going to use his athletics and he's going to climb up the statue. Um, he moves, let's see, wow. five, almost twenty feet. Oh, it's a roll up. though. Definitely. Yeah, it's it's a roll. It's a roll. Right. It's a roll. Um I have plus eleven to my athletics. You never knew this about uh, Mo, him being that um heroic. So agile. Yeah, um, so he's athletic. He is going to power his way up. Dude, he has twenty strength. He is he's not agile. He is muscling his way up the uh, uh, the knee, and it looks like that can 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 get to the top. So, assuming that this is well, hell, I'm just gonna roll. I know twenty-one. <laughs> yeah, twenty-one. So we'll see if that object works. being climbed. An uneven surface with narrow handholds like a stone or brick wall or a natural stone. I will say that is what you're climbing. So you make it. But remember, you only go, what is it, half speed? Half my speed. So right. it's about 17 so, feet, 18 so, feet, something like that. Right. So you're up like, okay. That's not bad. 18 feet's pretty good. Well, no, it's yeah. got to be half of an even number. What's your speed? Well, 35. it's always rounded down. So, oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, rounded down. I mean, so it's, yeah. it's a weird now it's 15, whatever it is. But it's 15 because it's always rounded down. But whatever, you manage to climb up some of the um, the warden's leg. Nice. Am, am I on top yet, or am no, I? No, no. How far am? Well, I mean, I'm looking at that picture. Okay, hold on. Give me a second. Give me a second. Right. And you just see how tiny the people are in the picture compared to the the thing. Well, if this each square is four, I mean, if we were 400 yards away. Feet. Give me a second. Army 400 feet. Yeah, that's 40 Give yards. Give me a second, please. Well, I'm actually, no, that's not right. It's three feet per yard. Yeah, because I think those are halflings under that tree right now. Yeah, because the reason why I liked this statue is that once you get on top of, like, its ankle or its, or its knee or something, you now have a horizontal surface to run. You, um... Yeah, that's well. It's not horizontal because she well, has hips. It's, it's so, and then it goes down. It's, it's like walkable, mm, sort of. Not really. Um, it's not like a flat statue. Uh, that's like a good sixty feet up in the air. So you got a while more to go. Really? Okay, where you are, it's closer to forty feet because you're like at its knees. 
Yeah, that's why I kind of went this far out. I thought it'd be easier. Okay. Rusty's up. All right. It's hero time. You know what, guys? I'm going to charge the statue. You are the best. Wow. Are you sure you want to do that? All right, so that's 30. You Actually, I can't move into you that can't space. Go, you can't go through You should, you should just go straight run of your maximum movement to the left, to the west, and flank well, it. And flank it. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I actually don't hate that idea. That's actually a good idea for all of us to have. Yeah, and find and find and find an entrance. Yeah, actually, if you do flank it on the uh, like the western side, you might be seeing the guy who's shooting. However, I do think I have the highest perception of all of us. So from who here, I may have a better chance of spotting, of spotting them. So I'm going to may stay not here. be true that statement. I have plus eleven. Oh, then you have better. All right, I have plus nine. Tuttle's up again. All right, I'm going to stand up, and I'm going to do a double move. Well, Rusty didn't move as far as I was helping. I moved as far as I could. I'm no, sorry. on a run, you can move quadruple. Oh, but that would I would have not been able to do the perception checks to find him. Oh. You did a perception you didn't do, check? You didn't do a perception check. No, next time. Oh. Well. Now that we're all in its range, the point is find, find him so we can all know where he is. So we can all point, hey, there he is. It's uh, kind of more important to like get up in there. Get up in his grill. Well, I'm working on that. Yeah, because even if you see him, like I can't shoot him. No one can shoot him. Like No one can do anything. Well, Moe's going to. You just have to believe in yourself. Yeah, you do. Uh, who's up? Oh, me. Uh, Steve? Yes. Okay. So, I would like to do active perception to find a way in from here. Okay. Go right ahead. Uh, let's see what happens. Oh, a two. He rolls a two. Can I do it again? Yeah, sure. If and you want to spend time. your full, yeah, you can spend your full turn. A full turn. Well, it's a move and then a standard. And this time he rolls an eight for 19. Okay, I'm going to show you something you see. Stairs. Now, you're not exactly sure of where an entrance is, but you now notice very steep staircase that appears to be going up its outstretched arm. It appears like there were once handhelds, uh, sorry, uh, handholds and railings. Those are long gone. And at the very top of the outstretched palm you do also notice what appears to be kind of a flat area where it looks like you can stand on top of it. The stairs do seem to originate out of its neck area, which means there must be an internal structure or a way into this creature. Right, but he's was a standing creature. It must be by the feet because uh, there has to be an elevator. I relay, I relay this to Mo. I say, Mo, there's a good chance there's some kind of Elevator entrance near its feet, right? Because the stairs go into the neck, right? Uh, yeah, there's stairs that are coming out of its neck and that are going up its outstretched arm up, and it goes about 60 feet up in the air uh, from the neck. Yeah, it's, it's probably like Statue good, of like, Liberty. 100... It's like Statue of Liberty. Exactly. It's yeah. like, yep, you're basically yeah. the, the torch arm, and yep. there's a, st- but these stairs are outside. It's not in the arm, yep. it's actually outside the arm. I think the, the, the entrance is going to be more toward its head. Not that it's... No, no, because yeah. you're, not, you're not understanding. This normally was a standing statue that was hundreds of feet high. Um, really? So, yeah, I so... don't agree. It's a reclining elf. Yeah, it's a reclining statue. What are you talking about? Yeah, look at the picture again. <laughs> I mean, no, There's... no, but if but it's a fallen statue. I'm actually yeah. going to. I'm actually going to even interject. Um, it's not a fallen statue. It was built like this. It's definitely part of the ground. 
and it's built as a reclining statue. Oh, I'm I'm wrong. I'm you totally. also, um, yes, you can see it's very. Think of the Statue of Liberty, only it was built on its side. Yeah, ah. yeah. Hiroji uh, needs to put a point into art appreciation. Yes, obviously. Uh, yeah, and pump yeah. my intelligence too. I need yeah, to pump you my have every other skill, but I'm not intelligence is low. Wallace is just like, how's it going, guy? He's hiding. Um, monsters turn. Another shot is going out. Tuttle, did you drop prone? Actually, no, I did not. Just checking. Oh, hits you with the twenty-nine as another shot rings out, but does minimum damage. Minimum only damage. Four and on the other hand, points. dropping prone wouldn't have done any good against the twenty-nine. So I no, feel it does not. Mister Mao, on the other hand. While you're climbing, suddenly you feel those invisible tendrils once again clinging to you. Let's see what that means. God damn it. Oh, that ain't good. These invisible tendrils suddenly seem to, these gooey filaments, sort of stick about you and start bludgeoning you. However, what's more fascinating, instead of you falling and losing your grip, you are now entangled in these filaments and are stuck like a spider in a web. You cannot see what's going on. It appears to be fairly invisible. So entangled means you're ensnared. Basically, you cannot move because the bonds you're anchored to is an, it's basically tethered by an opposing force which is fascinating since you're going down and this thing is up above you. So it is opposing force. Well, he's going up. He's right. Well, he, this it, is it, where we need uh, Falcon boots from that other, from the side. Oh yeah, you're right. <sighs> you cannot run. You cannot charge. You take a minus two penalty to your AC attack rolls, reflex saving show throws, initiative checks, and all dexterity based skill. And doesn't that checks. make some kind of uh, like check though? Like, uh, I guess nope. it's ba Bab or, or no, no, or no. Um, this is a special ability. This is basically normally you would, but not for this. Or CMD. So, you... so am I suspended in midair? Is yes. that what it is? Yes, you're basically suspended. Yeah, you're in probably oh, dead, Demo. Fuck! I can't know what I'll be. You have to take care of this on your own. Um, you can, and it's invisible. It. I mean, this doesn't sense i mean how would well I you can try see? you can tr well you can try and either this is what you can do on your horrible turn. perception it, it, there's no point i mean go ahead you are basically yeah it looks like you're basically being carried by invisible sticky tendrils that are bashing against you doing damage you can end this if you try to break out using an acrobatics check or trying to attack or slash the filaments that are attached to you, so it's really up to you. Can I do? Do I know what the DC is, or is that something I just roll blind? You're just gonna roll blind. I'm gonna roll blind. Oh, this sucks. Okay. Because because the only thing that's gonna change is that I'm gonna fall and take falling damage for 15 feet. That is correct. Oh, you can make an acrobatics check. Well, that's true. I can. Uh, yeah. Acrobatics um, is terrible though. No, mine is a uh, plus six. Oh, nice. Yeah, so I've got two ranks in ac acrobatics. I'm going to go ahead and uh, you know what? Let's see. I didn't have my pike out. So 
No, you can't climb with any weapons drawn. No. Um, I'm going to do an acrobatics check. And I roll a four for a ten. Ten. Not even close. Hooray! Yeah, you're completely entangled in these okay. elements. Uh, you, you have a move action. You can do an active perception while you're at it. Oh, yeah. Might as well do that. You might be able to see what's happening. A six for a seven perception. You have no idea what's happening. Rusty's up. All right, so that's fine. Anyone can do this active perception. 30, and I am going to do an active perception roll. Four. I'm trying to find a... Yeah, shooter or entrance, shooter or entrance. Um, all right, uh, I'm going to try and find the entrance. A sign of the entrance to this uh, statue. I have a perception of 15. You see, 15, you actively look. There appears to be no entrances whatsoever on this entire side. So you're guessing it's either on the other side or by its feet. Yeah, either of which would make sense because you don't want it in the main part of the statue. Like the front-facing part. Tuttle is up. So if only somebody had suggested that I go around back. God damn it. It's not its feet. All right. Um, I'm headed for the back of the statue, I guess, as relatively fast as I can go. I know exactly where the entrance is. Well, Rusty, now that I look at my inventory, I have environmental clothing for you. Oh, good lord. <laughs> I'm going to double move myself and single move Shatter. We all have that, by the way, John. Okay. The environmental clothing is for something else. Uh, well, Still, that was funny. We were taking heat damage. I don't know how environmental clothing for heat. No, you weren't wearing it. No, you weren't wearing it. You guys were going buck naked. Remember that during that whole adventure, you guys were wearing no clothing. I asked you if you wanted the environmental clothing, and you said no. That's right. Because we are stupid. Hiroji's up. No, it's fine. I'm toughing it out. Okay. Now, you are up against this statue, so you definitely have some cover against something. Not worried about cover. All right, that's 20. That's 50 right there. 30. That's that's. Uh, hey, can I make a pass-up perception check? No, it's a move action. Another shot rifles out. This one goes to Hiroji. And it's to hit. And it's to hit. Not max damage. 22. 10 points of damage. You get sniped. It's definitely he coming from above you. Well, a 22. Even if he had cover. Oh, he most... clearly sees me as the biggest threat in these, right? Uh, could be. Ha! Um, Mo is continued in the sticky tendrils. He's not going anywhere, and you're not moving. You're not going up, you're not going down, you're not going anywhere. But you take damage, you take eight points of bludgeoning damage as they are banging away at you, trying to soften you up for good eating. Mo, what okay. are you going to do? It now occurs to me that it's been a long time since I've played this character. Uh, Mo is going to use his infrared sensors. Can he see anything? That's just for seeing in the dark. That's just for seeing in the dark. Is that really only for seeing in the dark? Yeah. Yeah. You have to be able to see what's attacking you, though, no? No, I don't know. I'm going to do another acrobatics check. He He does see or feel... These filaments, it's, imagine, if you will, um, filaments that are completely clear, that are hanging down and hitting you. 
or spider webs. Like you can tell that something is attacking you and you can see them, but barely, but that's it. They're just filaments like hanging there. You have no idea what it's attached to. You have no idea what it's coming from. It's just completely not there. All right. I'm going to do an acrobatics check. 18. You're getting closer. You're like, you're almost, you're almost there. Um, but nope. I'm not really happy about that, I'm sure. Uh, you can do active perception, though. Yeah, I'll do that, too. You can also try your weapon if you want to try to attack the filaments. You could definitely do that, too. Because you can see the filaments around you. You just can't see where they're coming from. Because you're, you're, you're going to die. Like, you are... You see, it's, you're alone. Like, you're never going to get help. Yeah. Actually, you know what? For As move action, can I equip uh, a weapon? Yeah, of course. Okay. Um, I equipped my pike. Okie dokie. And I'm going to attack. No, you already did. You already did your escape. You're done. Yeah. I thought that was a move action. That's a... No. It doesn't matter. It's a, it's a move action to equip and then a standard action to do acrobatics. So you're done with your turn because oh. you tried to escape. Rusty's up. Yeah. Okay. So it's the going around back theory. Yeah. Okay. It's definitely either right here at this neck or the other. I think it might be right here, though. Do perception right here. I, hold on, I have to go back five because I forgot I was leaving from difficult terrain. All right, so I'm going there, and I, I next round I will again do the active perception and start cutting my way in towards it. Hold up. All right. Slowly, slowly moving around the head and shudders up. I do hope the entrance is around the back, or I'm wasting a whole lot of time, or at least a better shot view of the shooter. Did I do a perception check to see if the entrance was at this part of the neck, or no? You did two active perceptions, and you found the staircase coming out of its arm. Yeah, but I need to see the entrance. Did I check for the entrance? You didn't try that. You didn't try that. I'll no, try that. I'll do that. 22 perceptions. There's absolutely no entrance anywhere near this head. Okay, okay small Loki. Um, I'm not... I mean, I have to use a move action. They fire again at Rusty. All right. Hits with a 30. Ah, uh, I've taken damage. Nine points of damage. You might as well not wear armor. <laughs> it's almost always a hit. Well, yeah. Is that true? Mo once again, takes 11 points of damage from the filaments bashing on him. We're still stuck. So, wait. It's good that we're fourth level. We have more. Um, he's attacking twice with a plus 14. No, he's getting attacked by something else. Uh, oh, oh, Mo, of course. Yeah, Mo's getting, yeah, Mo's getting pounded sorry, on. Got it. Mo's up. Okay. Um, I'm going to do a perception check. 19. 19. Oh, my God. Let me see. Hold on. I got to read here. I can't imagine that for something you're, that's invisible. You're it's perfect. It's invisible. Play. I mean, well, it doesn't matter unless you have a massive. Like something that's invisible. You actually can't see yeah, it. Yeah, you're a perfect prey. It. it loves the big stupid desk because you are food. Yeah. And you're you're stupid and uh, all right, so I'm you can't to see it, but after all these rounds, there are definitely these like filaments. There's just tons of them and they're sticky. It's like a hanging spider web that's holding you in place while you're over the statue. But you could definitely attack them. I mean, there's nothing preventing you from attacking these filaments. Yeah. All right. Uh, I don't know how. I, should I just attack the ground? Just attack the ground, and I'll do the rest. Okay. Look at that. What is that against? Pike. 
Okay. You hit and cut the filaments, doing 14 points of damage. And guess what? They snap. Yes, they snap, and you now fall to the ground. And you will take... Acrobatics check. Yep, does does help. Yeah, it does help. Yeah, with falling, it does. I have to be able to fly to avoid falling damage. Uh, I think acrobatics does that. He doesn't pathfinder. I'll read it to you. Avoiding falling damage. If you are falling and you can fly, you can attempt an acrobatics check as a reaction to negate the falling damage. So, oh, wow, wow, all right then. For all of those characters that can fly, that's a useful thing. That would be me next level, just so you know. Well, <laughs> something else is, on a successful DC 15 acrobatics check, the character avoids taking damage from the first 10 feet and converts that damage right. from right. the second to non-lethal. So, if you want, you can still do an acrobatics check and try to roll so you don't take quite as much damage. That you can do, John. Right. You're that's only what falling. That's what I'm talking Actually, about. it's important because you're only falling 15 feet. Okay. Yeah, like like Chris said, can, can I get credit for everything? Well, I, I, I guess you're reading from something that I don't have in. But no, anyway, I'm, I, I'm reading the gonna... environmental rules. Anyhow, do, okay. do a acrobatics? DC 15. Yes, yeah, a 15 acrobatics check. You're supposedly good at this. 24. Look at that. That is you. You you do it. You are like you tuck, duck, and roll. Wow. You take three points. Of non-lethal damage. That's it. Wow. I rolled this turn in 18, 15, and then 18 again. That was a good turn. Okay. You are prone, but you are no longer attached. Rusty's up. All right. It's hero time. You keep saying that. I don't think you know what it means. (laughs) Well, I usually mean it's somebody else's time to be a hero, but... Uh, okay, I can make an active perception check and move half and hope you guys figure out the way in because I roll well. Or I can actually just push through and try and catch up with you all. I think catching up with you all for right now. There we go. Hello, I'm with you all. I think the sniper might run out of bullets at this point. Tuttle's up. <laughs> ah, it's embarrassing for us. Okay, I'm going to continue to scoot around toward the back. Oh, you're looking at... That's absolutely the entrance. Gotta be. Scooting around. Hiroji's up. Okay. Slowly, slowly moving around the head of this enormous statue. Alright, so that's like... 40. 40. I could make perception here, right? Sure. I will. 28. Oh my god, you maybe, maybe have done it. Wow, 28 perception from that close? That's great. Wow, you do it. You finally, finally, finally get a glimpse. So inside the head, there appears to be small holes from like the eyes and other various parts of the head. Again, kind of like the crown of the Statue of Liberty. And sure enough, you see... A creature that is firing at you. You finally get a glimpse. Uh, okay. You see the creature, and you, 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 it has cover because it's behind 
like, you know, it's like the Statue of Liberty. It's like behind all this stuff, but you can see barely, like, it's sitting there holding its sniper rifle, aiming at you guys. All right, I do relay that as a free action on my, on my comms. I say, this position is, like, I, I mean, how high is that, though? How high is that? Yeah, like, where's the entrance to the statue? <laughs> You're going to have to find out. Well, that's what I was rolling. Perception that's like, wrong. oh, you said you were looking for them. That's 60 No, no, feet. not for him, for the statue. For the oh, entrance. well, too late. Uh, there's no there's no entrance here. Like, you can see, I don't even have to give you a perception check. There's no entrance over here. Like, on this side, you guys can't see anything. So, because it, it's just solid into the ground. Um, there, That's probably a good 60 feet up. All right, well, I'll say uh, there's a bug creature. I know that race, right? Yeah. It's just Sharon. the uh, the Sharon. It's Horrible Sharon. Sharon. Yeah, don't Sharon. talk to Mill about the bug creatures. He, they, they're, they're, they're bad out here. Hey, guys, you all sound a little racist. Everybody's a person. No. Uh, Except for a bug. Not um, these invisible floating bugs. Yeah, it's a Sharon. Uh, it's about 60 feet due north, due east of me on my position. Just, you know, look for an entrance. We got to get inside this hell. But you said there's entrances through the eye or something? No, you can see, yeah, there's like, uh, they're not entrances, it sort of looks like an observation deck, <laughs> basically. Uh, oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, it's like an area where they go, you can see yeah. out, like, it's just, it's the Statue of Liberty. There appears to be something in its That's hand, outside. there's something on its head where and there's like the little holes. And the doors are the feet, after all. No, there's no chance the doors are the feet. There is a non-zero Roji's the only one who can see him, by the way. But I do relay. All right, so actually, so you have let's see, you have one creature that is attacking Mo that is completely sort of invisible, um, and then you have another creature that is sniping you that has excellent cover and is also sort of invisible on difficult terrain in a killing field. This is a fascinating encounter. When you see John Compton at PaizoCon, you can yell at him since he designed this. Yeah, I'm finding Cthulhu over here, and you guys are like... Oh, yeah, you're probably dead. I mean, you're yeah. going to have to deal with it on your own. Yeah, yeah. yeah. This is very hard. There's zero chance to get rescued, unless, like, you actually yell out on your comms. Because remember, we have, like, cell phones. Like, we can talk to each other. Uh, the last thing I heard on my cell phone was, you're on your own, Mo. You, you got to take care of that. No, 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 no. You heard my other things. <laughs> That's so, so. the last thing I heard. <laughs> uh, you didn't hear me saying I found the sniper. Well, or, yeah, I don't care about the sniper. That's he's he's. I, I, I didn't care about that, but you should. Hear I got that. a floating Cthulhu bug above me. Hey there, this is Steve. So in the beginning, I said I was going to tell you that this had something that I really haven't experienced before. Well, what I'm talking about is this combat. This combat is going to be rather long. So this is the battlefield I want you to picture. Imagine 500 feet left and right, you know, east and west, and then about 270 feet north and south. I don't know how you could actually do this on a tabletop. The only way you could really do this is online because this is an absolutely enormous battle map. In addition, almost the entire thing is filled with difficult terrain and they don't know exactly where they're going, and they don't know who is shooting at them. So it's making for a very long combat. Plus, they split up. Now, with that all being said, it's really fun and really exciting. I was a little worried that this incredibly long combat might get boring, 
but I was so enthralled listening to it myself that I actually edited all of this and the next couple of episodes in one sitting because I, I myself wanted to hear what the heck was going to happen because there's a lot of ups and downs, a lot of twists and turns. They find out things. It's, it's classic for these guys. They do not like to do things the easy way and boy, do they do things the hard way. They couldn't have gone any further away and gone any longer if they tried. So strap in and enjoy the craziness over this and the next episode or two or maybe even three. But trust me, it's worth the ride. So we all came back from PaizoCon. I will try to do another episode where I have some of the other guys sit down with us and we go through everything. But for now, I'm just going to give you some of my experiences and what I learned at PaizoCon. So a few general things. If you've never been to PaizoCon, I strongly suggest you go at least once in your life. This was the first time for everyone from the Roll for Combat crew, except for myself. I actually went once, and that was last year, and I had such a good time that I convinced everyone else to go as well, and we all had an absolutely fantastic time. For those of you who grew up in the 80s or 90s and went to conventions, you might remember that they used to be very small affairs in which they would be in a hotel and there'd be a couple of hundred people and that's about it. They were nice and small and you kind of knew everyone and you could just hang out with people and it was almost like a party rather than a convention. That's what PaizoCon is like. It's sort of like an old convention from the 80s or 90s. The new conventions, which I do love, have gotten absolutely insane. They're all absolutely humongous. They have tens of thousands of people, tons of panels and vendors, and it's just a madness and sea of people. That is not what PaizoCon is about. It's small, it's intimate. You can talk to everyone at the Paizo staff, hang out with them. You can just approach anyone. You can meet authors, you can meet artists, everyone in the community. And it, it's just a great time. It's probably my favorite con. I used to say Gen Con was my favorite con, but now I almost think PaizoCon is. As for what I did, well, I did something I rarely get to do, and that is be a player. And I'm going to tell you right now that I really did not enjoy it. <laughs> I, I know some people are players and some people are GMs, and I am a GM. I, I will play once in a while, but I was in, let's see, I was in Legendary Planet, and we all died. It was a TPK. It was a fun TPK, and I played a Blood Ranger, and that did not go well because the group just got absolutely massacred. I then was in a much higher level, a 14th level, uh, legendary planet game it was later and it's basically an adventure path and i was in that game and i actually played the same blood ranger now at 14th level and we died again another tpk the entire session was five hours of one fight and it was not fun and we all got killed that was the entire session so yeah and let's see how my other games go. We played some Starfinder, played some Pathfinder. It was it was a lot of fun. One of the highlights of the evening or the gaming was when we played with some of the Roll for Combat guys. We played with Sean, who was our GM for the special with all the Roll for Combat guys, plus Jason Keeley. Jason Keeley managed to kill a white dragon with a sling. Not only that, but at a range increment as well. It was the highlight of the evening. And it was funny, I had to kind of convince Jason to play with us. And then by the end, he was jumping on the table and screaming and yelling and having a better time than all of us combined. 
There was also quite a lot of beer flowing. One of the interesting things about PaizoCon is that you can game and drink. And when you put the two together, well, fascinating things happen. Plus, we had two talks. We had the talk with me and John of how role-playing games influenced World of Warcraft. I actually recorded that, and I'll put that on the show in a week or so. And then, of course, our big, big talk of Roll for Combat and Order of the Amber Die and No Direction. Uh, we did an interview, and then we did a gaming session of Pathfinder Starfinder mashup. I put that online yesterday, so you can listen to that. And Param from No Direction interviewed us, and wow, he was amazing. That was such a good interview. I'm going to be putting that up in a week. And of course, you can listen to all these and all the talks and more on the No Direction podcast, one of my favorite podcasts around. They do a great job. Plus, my favorite thing is they record all the talks from PaizoCon, all the talks from Gen Con. They put them up. Because I was actually, I actually had to miss a couple of the talks, but now I can listen to them thanks to my friends at No Direction. And plus, I'm supposed to be a guest on No Direction Wednesday if you want to catch that show, and I'm going to be talking more about PaizoCon. So overall, I had a really, really good time, and I learned that I don't really like being a player. I find it, I wouldn't say boring but a little limited. I do like the craziness of being a GM. Some people are GMs and like the craziness and, you know, dealing with all the notes and figuring out what everything's going on and knowing the rules and all that. And some people just like being the player. And I really, I I just like being the GM. Things I learned. One of the nice things about going to gaming conventions is that you do learn new tips and tricks and see how other people GM. And I did learn one thing really cool. There wasn't a lot, but this one was neat. Is this guy I was playing with, he had it whenever people would do secret rolls, like checking traps, he would actually have them roll. He then had a note card. He actually had several note cards. And what he would do is reference their number, and what they rolled would not necessarily be what they actually rolled. For example, whenever you check for traps, what you're supposed to do is the GM's supposed to roll it. Now, the problem with that is it's kind of anticlimactic because you have no idea if you succeed or not. The I'm just supposed to say, oh yeah, there's no trap there. And then you have no idea if there really is one or not because it's done in secret. So what he would do is he have you roll. So imagine you roll and you get like a 19. He would look at his card and it might say a 19 is actually a 4. So you didn't roll a 19, you actually rolled a 4. And you have no idea. So that I found was really a good idea. I have not seen that before. And I'm definitely going to steal that idea. It was fun because it allowed the player to actually roll the secret roll and see the result, and yet they had no idea what they actually rolled, because what they rolled really wasn't what they rolled. Now, of course, you would still add all the pluses and stuff, so if you rolled a 19, but it was really a 4 and you had a plus 10, in the end, it's a 14, and then you use that number. So you could roll a 1, and the 1 could actually be a 20, for all you know. And what he would do is he had like 10 note cards, and he would randomly select one, so it was never the same twice. So it was a really good idea. I like that one, and I'm definitely stealing that. But otherwise, it was a great time. Saw tons of people there. I was up way too late every single night, getting up way too early every single morning. And it took me a good three days to just get back in the sink. And plus, I got to meet lots of fans, got to meet all the winners. It was it was a really great time that had by all. And if anyone is going to Gen Con, I will be there and I will be GMing at Gen Con several games uh, for Paizo, all the specials I'll be GMing. So if you're interested in having me GM for you, 
hunt me down and see if you can get on my table. So a few show notes. Don't forget we have a new podcast every Tuesday. Please subscribe to us on iTunes and Android. And do please put a review in for iTunes. It really helps quite a bit. Every little review counts. I know a lot of you, we have way, way, way more listeners than we do reviews on iTunes. So if even 5% of you went and reviewed the show, that would be a huge help. So please go out and review. Also, make sure you check out Jason's Talking Combat column every Thursday. He also put up a Talking Paizo column, which goes into way more detail what we did there. And you can check that out. That's on the website. We put that up Monday. Also, make sure you check out our Discord channel. That's where we have pictures and images from every single show. We play games. We talk Starfinder. We talk Pathfinder 2E. We talk everything. But if you want to see this crazy battlefield, check out the Discord. You can just go to discord.rollforcombat.com. Don't forget, follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube. You can check out our Reddit channel. You can check out our Patreon, where we put things up early. For example, the crossover event from PaizoCon. I put that up a week early, so anyone who's subscribed was able to listen to that early. And then finally, do check out the t-shirts. We have this thing where we are drawing your Starfinder Society characters and then putting them on a t-shirt. We have, oh my god, about 20 right now, and they're starting to get really crazy. I was actually showing them to Eric Mona, and he loved them. He loved all the characters. Actually, the one is there's the Walrus Hell Knight, and he loved that one specifically. So do check it out. If you're interested in getting a Starfinder character made, you can find it on RollForCombat.com. Go to the store, the t-shirts, and you can see what they look like, and you too can get one as well. Just contact me and find out how. Otherwise, I will talk to you guys next week and we continue this crazy combat and we see who lives and who dies. Talk to you later. See ya. You've been listening to Roll for Combat, a Starfinder actual play podcast. If you have a question or comment for the show, please visit us at rollforcombat.com or drop us a line at contact at rollforcombat.com. You can also find us on Twitter, Facebook, Discord, and other social media platforms. been listening to Roll for Combat. Until next week, always remember Rusty Carter's motto. I get along with everyone, even if they're not real people, like me.